Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Let's Watch podcast. I'm your host, James, with my host, Carolyn. I'm surprised you still keep letting me on these things. It's, you know, until I can find someone better. <laughs> Which, maybe you'll become a weird, creepy ghost lady. And haunt your dreams forever. And haunt my dreams forever because I've replaced you. Mm-hmm. Like in La Llorona. Yes. Which I'll read the synopsis of now because that was a great segue. <laughs> uh, an aging, paranoid war criminal protected by his faithful wife faces death while being haunted by the ghosts of his past. And I think that's the way that all war criminals should face death. Uh, yes. This movie is has a lot to say. Yes. So La Llorona has been made. It's been made into many movies. I think maybe they've all been really bad. And this is the <laughs> first good one. Um but it's basically a folklore tale of uh, Mesoamerica. So Mexico, Guatemala, and then portions of Central America. So it's one of those things that we always hear about when we're kids, which basically, if you do bad stuff, La Llorona is going to come and haunt you, is effectively how it works. So it basically is to prevent kids from doing bad things. So I like that because this general who did bad things, well, she came to haunt him. This weeping woman came to haunt him, so um, he should have listened to his mom. <laughs> should have listened to any of the women in his life. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is very much like a retelling mm-hmm. in a modern version of this fable, myth. Mm-hmm. I don't know the correct term. Yeah, but I had heard about uh, La Llorona before, like the uh, story, and mm-hmm. how it was like a ghost story that you're told and all that business. Uh, so when I had, had no idea what this movie is about when I sat down to watch it, I assumed it was, since it was a Shudder original, I was like, it's probably going to be spooky. I'm probably going to have moments where I'm like, mm, do I really want to watch this? Because it's scary. And that's not what this movie is at all. <laughs> no, this movie is less ghosts are spooky and more people in real life is spooky, which I appreciate in a horror. I like my horrors as thinly veiled political commentaries. Thinly veiled? <laughs> I don't think it's veiled at all. It's like... Didn't you see the veils on those ladies when they right. were uh, testifying? Yes. Uh, yep, you're right. Flowerly veiled. Flowerly veiled. Yeah. It. Uh, and from what I know about Guatemalan history, much mm-hmm. about the country, I only, I only really know its location and that the U.S. kind of fucked it up. Uh, other than that, I don't know anything. You could say that about most countries. See, I've been to <laughs> Guatemala, and therefore I am an expert. Um, okay. Yes. So, yep. But that's how that works. <laughs> It's it, it is interesting. So this is based on um, a genocide and war that happened in the 80s. And it's a part of Guatemalan history that, according to many interviews that I read, Guatemalans just really don't like talking about this part of their history, even though it was actually very recently. So it's interesting that this Guatemalan filmmaker um, would put it on stage and be like, here's a whole discussion about it. Um, so So that's pretty cool. And people are kind of applauding that. But I do love it because this is a, a horror movie, sure. But it, the fact that this movie exists is really a celebration of like Guatemalan culture, of um, not a celebration of its history, more a condemning of its history. But yeah, the fact that like this movie exists and is getting people watching it, um, getting big studios attached to it, that sort of thing, like that's, that's pretty incredible because I can't name a single other Guatemalan movie that I know, let alone one that, uh, you know, is considered maybe a long shot, but is considered for the um, best foreign language film for the Academy Awards. 
Yeah, same. I do not know another film from Guatemala. And I will I will say this movie is did not there's no moments of where I was like scared. It's more of like It's very slow burn. It's an incredible it's a it's a real slow burn. Mm-hmm. Uh there is one scene where I got the like scary movie uncomfortableness feelings that you get, like when you get like the chill down your spine or like the hair stands up on your arms mm-hmm. is when the new maid comes and she like looks down from her bunk bed at the other maid. Oh, and I this... was like, mm, big nope there. Yeah, this movie tells us what we already know, which is long hair is very scary. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then the rest of it is is just a commentary and it is like a slow descent for the characters of this family, uh, which is the dictator and then his wife, daughter, and granddaughter, mm-hmm. and then his other daughter. Yeah. But we don't, it's never, it, she is his other daughter. And mm-hmm. then his like personal guard? Yeah, his like bodyguard kind of guy. But like, minor characters. Yeah. But it is, and the camera is like very still. Uh, if anybody, it, the, the way this movie is shot reminded me of The Witch is that I the saw camera... The Witch last week. Oh, where the camera doesn't move. No. It's like, it's all it does is like either move in or out, but there's no mm-hmm. like panning or there's like, I noticed like one instance of shaky cam, mm-hmm. uh, but that was when you're like with a, when you're like from a character's point of view, but when we're not, it is all very still and it's all like characters coming forward and backwards on frame. And as it's a horror movie or as I was told it was a horror movie, I'm like constantly searching the frame yeah. for like stuff in the dark. Um, and then I couldn't see anything and it mm-hmm. holds the shots for a long time to like build the tension to be like, when is the release coming? And the release never happens. Yeah. This movie is definitely not, um, shaky cam or cheap jump scares or anything like that. They instead have the eeriness of oh, God. the fact that this is a real situation, but oh my God, crowds scare me so much, especially when they're silent. <laughs> also when they weren't silent and they were attacking that ambulance, that was also terrifying. But yeah, this movie is very much, we're going to put a bunch of people here staring at you and we're not going to move the camera and you're going to hate it. Uh, it's that kind of horror movie, not the, um, you know, pop out of the TV kind of horror movie. Yeah, like the, it's the thing that's been in a million horror movies before is there's a large group of people that are moving and then there's the one mm-hmm. person who's still staring straight at you, which is affecting. Mm-hmm. But then this mm-hmm. one also does an entire crowd that star- is still and staring at you. And th- when that is revealed, I'm like, oh, stuff's about to go bad. <laughs> I yeah, was like, it's that's scary. a sign. I was like, that's just all spirits. Those are all ghosts. <laughs> I was like, nope. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you people need to leave that house. That <laughs> was where I was. I was at. I was like, maybe leave the man behind. There's something very different between, yeah, it's like, oh, no, it's a, a crowd of clearly very real people who are angry and whatever, and then one still person. But, like, when it's the whole still person, it's like, bro, you're outnumbered. You got to go. <laughs> like, you got to go. Yeah. I was like, that's impending doom <laughs> mm-hmm. right there. But what I liked is that it wasn't that the this ghost just pops out of the woodwork and then relentlessly haunts this one guy. It kind of haunts – and I don't even know if haunts is the whole – is the appropriate word for it because this ghost really just does yeah it really just shows what happened and what the ghost and the country is weeping for um but i like that it kind of does it to the whole family even though the family didn't do it but they didn't stop it you know what i mean yeah like i have no sympathy for the wife of the dictator uh and i have a little more sympathy for the daughter 
mm-hmm. uh, to a point. And then mm-hmm. obviously I think her daughter, like the grandchild is mostly is innocent in this. Like mm-hmm. she doesn't really She's understand. But the thing is she was always treated like just a kid. The weeping woman was like hanging out and they were oh, yeah. having a nice time, you know? Yeah, she was never experiencing any of the nightmares or mm-hmm. negative like it, it, she does have like um like some negative side effects, but she is never questioned of mm-hmm. like what is her point of view on this situation because she's mm-hmm. like twelve, she doesn't know. And like as you said, the weeping woman does not do anything negative to her. No, and the weeping woman is not haunting just to haunt. She's haunting to make people confront the issues. Right. And yeah, and to get revenge on a bad guy who has mm-hmm. deserved frankly deserves more than what he got in this film. I think the um yeah, the penalty for being guilty of genocide, which is I didn't know that that was a criminal charge, but yeah. I think this this really should be the standard punishment. Uh ghost. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh as somebody who does not believe in like the death penalty or that when you're convicted of genocide, you know, or you're somebody who like is the leader of that. Eh, mm-hmm. might, maybe I've changed my views a little bit on that. Of like a slow descent you know, into madness is close enough. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. You get you kind of get what's coming to you there. You're like a one of the worst people in the history of humanity. <laughs> like it's, mm-hmm. and that's kind of where my issues with this film are. It's like mm-hmm. it is a slow burn, but I do think it pays off. But it is a slow burn. Like you're gonna spend some time staring at scenes that don't move. Well, and this is a scary movie for people who don't like scary movies because it's not really a scary movie at all. No, it's more of like a supernatural political thriller. That's exactly what it is. And I think horror is blended with supernatural frequently and not necessarily fairly because I, I wouldn't even necessarily say this is a horror. It's not a horror. I wouldn't mm-hmm. say it's a horror. Um, nothing like classically horror happens. Except for the hair and also that uh, lovely trope of when the locals start leaving, you gotta go too. yeah yeah if the people yeah that's yeah that's yes my the thing is is i i don't know like i was never i never cared about any of the care like what happened to any of the characters other than the grandchild granddaughter and um for alma the weeping woman is her name alma yes alma yep uh like uh, but i the moment she shows up i'm like she's not real um <laughs> I was like that woman's probably a demon is what I, I was like just from the way she's walking in with her eyes that aren't blinking I was like yeah. don't trust her but that's what was weird is when she was with the child she seemed like just a normal nanny you know Yeah yeah which was I was like okay but whatever she was not with the child I was like mm-hmm. okay this she's uh weird Yeah but everybody else, I was like, because they introduced right at the beginning of the film that the daughter, uh, the dictator's daughter, mm-hmm. uh, husband is missing or yeah. he left. We don't really know. Yeah. Uh, and then that she is conflicted about her dad because obviously his he has given his he has given her this great life of opportunity, but mm-hmm. like at what cost? And she's trying to come to terms with that. A he. She, uh, I think she knows he committed this genocide, mm-hmm. but it's still her dad. So she's kind of mm-hmm. like, he's a bad guy. She knows he's a bad guy, but he's also an old, weak, frail man who's her father. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, is that what we're going to be like investigating with this film? Is that like that relationship and how she is going to like, 
either like leave or turn on her father or like come to terms with everything that she's been a part of, like mm-hmm. her looking the other way and all that stuff or taking advantage of the opportunities that have been given to her because of his actions. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this movie's not that at all. Um, no. And that's my thing is that the what ultimately happens to the dictator is that his wife strangles him, mm-hmm. but she's also a shitty person. Yeah. Who is incredibly... But she more sees the effects of the actions through the ghost spirit demon um, because she lives it in her dreams, right? So he is told time and time again all the various things that he did that were bad and doesn't seem to ever show remorse for that. Whereas I think she was just sitting there in denial of the fact that he did these things. And when she's shown it in her dream, she's like, that is very bad. And I think that's where she she finally loses it because she realizes who she's married to, basically. Yeah. And the thing yeah. is, she always knew, but she could she be in denial. Knew. But suddenly when a mirror was held up to her in her dreams and she could feel that, like, she was the mother. She was Alma in those dreams. And then she sees that Alma is shot. Yeah. And makes saw it more her real. kids die in front mm-hmm. of her. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I also would have been with the mo- with the movie if the resolution was is that she is the one who kills her husband. Mm-hmm. Um, so then she's the one that is punished for that action. Mm-hmm. Um, and the daughter and granddaughter are, I guess, free from this life. Essentially, they can move on. Yeah. But then it's not that it's not that at all. And the movie doesn't ever really dives into the internal life of characters too deeply like i'm kind of glad they didn't with the with the man with the dad with the man because fuck that guy he yeah. sucks i don't need his internal no. thing he's a man who committed genocide like fuck him well and also not even like and they definitely tried to make it clear that it wasn't just like it was a political mood move he had to make blah 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 they they also made him you know he had an eye for women and he's like creeping on uh his maid and stuff like he's a not good guy all around it's not like he was a hard-pressed politician who had to do something that he regretted. No. It was very clear that it was not that. He's like the he's such a cliche, right? Mm-hmm. It's like the he is propagating this violence against uh, people who look different than mm-hmm. him, but then he's also attracted to them. It's like this fucking self-hating piece of shit. Yeah, like, and he's also not a good dad. No, God, no. And I was going to ask you if you thought he removed his daughter's husband 100 percent. and her daughter's husband i think was um one of the like indigenous people um they kind of make that pretty clear because they i think they show a poster of him or they see him or something like that um and like the the family is like pretty pretty white and the indigenous people are not and yeah i think that this husband that the the that he was like oh you know, the dad was like, oh, your husband didn't love you. He left you, blah, blah, blah. No, he definitely did not. He just didn't like the idea of this husband who he was probably the people that the dad committed genocide against. He didn't want this daily reminder in his life and thought that his daughter was better than this person. I missed that. I missed that the husband was had indigenous blood, indigenous in him. Or indigenous yeah, blood. I think he did because the- Jesus. um the well because the whole main family was like very very white right but the granddaughter was not and later on when we see the man standing in the crowd like the the wife or the the, whatever the daughter the doctor um sees the Mm -hmm. man standing in the crowd i think that is supposed to be the husband oh really 
Yeah, and when the daughter and the creepy, like the granddaughter and the um, Alma, Alma were like looking yeah. through posters together and being like, oh, this is dad, blah, 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 they were all posters of missing indigenous people. Um, so whether one of those was actually dad or not, it's like, this is dad, you know, this is the face of dad. Um, so yeah, so I think dad was disappeared. Oh, dad was definitely disappeared. But I think he was disappeared because he was indigenous. Okay, so I that's what I missed that then. I mm-hmm. it just it didn't get through to me. I I I figured it it, it gets pretty explicit when she's talking to the bodyguard mm-hmm. and he's like, "Oh, we're not supposed to, I'm not supposed to talk about what happened to him." Like mm-hmm. he, he knows then is the way he phrased that as mean he knows. Yeah. And I think she knows as well. She oh, just 100%, but she's been in denial of it. And she probably actually just wants to know exactly what's happened, right? Yeah. Like is he still alive? Are yeah. you just keeping him away from me? Like, yeah, what's like, going on? Yeah, like, did you pay him to go away? Did you kill him? And also probably a small part of her sitting there being like, maybe he really just didn't want to be with me anymore, you know? Yeah, like, that. It, all natural things somebody would go through in that situation of, mm-hmm. like, having to grapple with that. Mm-hmm. I would like, I wish, I, I like that part of the movie. Uh, and now that you said that, it's like, oh, they did point that out because the, when um, the granddaughter sees Alma, she's like, oh, I want my hair to be like her. Mm-hmm. Right, and it's like, oh, she kind of does have hair like her. I just never put it together because I'm dumb. So I do. I really like that part. I just there was, was there was more with the actual like diving into these characters. I just wanted a little bit more because they also like bring up the yeah issues with like surrounding that the dad has brought his other daughter to work for him for her life, and that's revealed pretty late in the film. Yeah. So I just was I I do think this movie's very good. I just. I was hoping for a little bit more on some of the stuff. Yeah, I think it was also just very different than what I expected. Like, definitely don't go in expecting a creepy horror movie. It was eerie, <laughs> but not necessarily in a horror way. It was, like, eerie. Yeah, no, this movie was basically just, like, a political narrative, which I actually, which I liked. Please shed some light on that kind of story. But uh, but with, yeah, some some thin supernatural elements. But, yeah, I mean, if people don't like scary movies, then watch this one. Yeah, it's a great uh, supernatural political thriller with a very explicit point of view on everything. <laughs> yes. Which which I like. I like more of these movies from other countries about this stuff because I find it, it's A, educational and makes me want to research about countries I don't know about. Like I've seen a million of these movies when they're dealing with like American or British mm-hmm. points of view, but mm-hmm. it's at some, that's kind of played out at some point and this is something fresh and doing all of the people in this all the actors in this movie are very good yeah They're all doing very good job and it's very restrained filmmaking uh mm-hmm. i feel like if this person if this director wanted to they could make a real scare like a real like schlocky horror movie like that mm-hmm. actually plays into like everything they set up but uh they didn't mm-hmm. and even though not a lot happens there are some very unsettling shots well also this is a very filmmakery standpoint but the sound design was very cool in this movie. Like this whole movie yes. looks very polished and everything's very intentional. And um, yeah, the sound design is really interesting because you, throughout the whole movie, you hear this relentless like chanting and stuff from outside. And you hear kind of like dreams and like the scenes, the way they flow into one another. It's It very much creates like a, well, an impending sense of kind of like, yeah, madness, but also like what what is real and what is not and that sort of thing. And yeah, I really like the sound in this movie. 
Yeah, they they do a lot of really really good stuff with the sound design and mm-hmm. making you question even as the viewer of like, is that really hap- what's happening there? Mm-hmm. Um, I also will say it is quite effectively creepy uh, when after the crowd of stillest people are there. <laughs> it's like what happens in those moments is mm-hmm. uh, like there's a moment with the bodyguard. And I, lo- I love when horror movies do this when there is a hard cut and continuity is different. You're like, mm-hmm. oh, okay. So we're like not, you're not sure where you are in that moment, right? Like mm-hmm. what is entirely going on? Minor we spoiled a lot of this movie, but minor like actual shot spoiler is that the bodyguard is like hears a like a pretty loud cry mm-hmm. essentially. So he gets up and he's walking around with his gun out, which is wild to me. Don't do that. Yeah. And then he walks into the kitchen or some area, and he's got his gun out. And then he like it cuts down, and he sees small children. And then it cuts, and he's holding the hands of the, with the two kids, mm-hmm. and the gun's gone. And I'm mm-hmm. like, ooh. And it immediately like sets, like, I just love that. Like, that just sets the tone for what's going to happen with everything. You're like, okay, <laughs> so we're in the fucked up zone now. Yeah. <laughs> this is supernatural. If you didn't know it before, you know it now. <laughs> it's like, oh, the shit's going down. We're, yeah. we're here. Uh, and then it like, he like walks off frame and I'm like, is he dead? And you don't know. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, and then he like, he's a minor character. It doesn't matter. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, ooh, okay. That is great. And I, I, I just looked up on the director's IMDb what he's making next. Mm. Uh, and I don't know what type of movie it's going to be, but it's a it's called 1991. And it's Guatemala is at war, but this is not an issue for Daniel and his friends. All they want to do is have fun. They travel oh. around with baseball bats, but their goal is not to play a game. They are on the hunt. For what? Yeah. So Zombies? Maybe. But I feel like this director is going to make a lot of movies about this specific time in Guatemalan history. And the ramifications of it. Yeah. Well, yeah, Guatemala had a very, very long civil war. It was 1960 to 1996. So. Jesus Christ. Yeah. And, you know, the Americans fucked it up. Yeah. The Americans fucked most things up. I mean, are you going to reveal that you're an American? Oh, my. I don't. Oh, God. This movie sounds dark. I just looked it up. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, was, I did. <laughs> yeah. It was. It seems like a a lot. Oh, God. Yeah, it says, between the late 80s and the war's end, it saw upper-class youths taking part in hunts for indigenous men, attacking and often murdering them in crimes that were never investigated. So these private school boys are running around with their baseball bats looking for um, indigenous people. Yeah, I imagine that movie is going to examine what this does to young men. Mm Mm-hmm. And how they are easily manipulated into doing these things yeah uh whereas this movie more focused on the family of the leader this movie is fun in comparison to the the new movie that he's putting out my goodness yeah i i it sounds interesting but it's it's gonna be a lot (laughs) yeah it's gonna be a lot of scenes i'm like do i want to watch this (laughs) this but hey good on him for um making films that are talking about things that people refuse to talk about. Yeah, this stuff should not be covered up. It has to be exposed and mm-hmm. questioned. Like, A, just in, like, it should just be held in actual, like, politics. But if they're mm-hmm. refusing, then bring it up in art because that is a way to for people to... Make people listen. Make people listen. It's mm-hmm. important. That's partly why it exists. Yep. Uh, but I really like this movie. I don't love it. Like, I, I ever watching it, I'm kind of shocked 
that it's up for mm-hmm. foreign language film? I think it was just so different than I expected. I think if I liked it, or I think I think if I, I think I got really amped up for a horror movie. Same. And then it wasn't that. So I think maybe if I watched it again in a year, I would feel differently. But yeah, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Um, but I wasn't like, oh my goodness, best film I've ever seen. But definitely, definitely worth a watch. Yeah. Uh, I totally agree. Where can people find you and your terrible jokes? My terrible jokes and myself are located at carolyndunk93 on Instagram and Twitter. And where can they find you, James? Uh, you can find me at James underscore Willis on Twitter and at James Willis on Instagram. And you can find this podcast on all places. And you can send us an email at letswatchpod at gmail.com. And before we, I, before Karen and I pick our next two for your considerations after this uh you kind of cut out there for a brief second so when you said my terrible jokes and self and it started the next word sounded like it started with an l and i thought you were going to say self-loathing and i was like oh (laughs) boy (laughs) i was like well carolyn's really opening up here (laughs) on the last one transcripts of my therapy (laughs) sessions can be found at and be like i'm not your therapist i'm not your therapist please (laughs) 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 this is also being recorded we don't want this uh but do you know which movie you want to pick next since the Oscar uh, we're recording this on the Sunday before the Oscar nominations are announced. So we won't know about that when these episodes come out, but man, all the ones I still want to watch are so expensive. Are they? Yeah. I mean, I really want to watch Judas and the Black Messiah and Minari, but they're both, I think pricey. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Welcome to Chechnya. Yeah. That's the one. Oh boy. We're really just going from, lovely issue to lovely issue here i know you know what no should i do crip camp i mean it's also heavy issues it's not yeah like but apparently it's are... quite uh hopeful it's also i think the first movie produced by the obamas oh that's nice yeah it's part that's the first movie they released on their netflix deal true i'm hmm. torn i'll think about it while you pick your movie oh you're making me go first yes oh maybe you should take crip camp <laughs> Then I'll just pick Welcome to Chechnya, and here we are. No! Um, I'm going to say we should do... I have no idea if this movie's available. So let me look that up first for one second, because I don't want to pick a movie that's like $20 without me knowing. Mm-hmm. I've decided Crip Camp. You're doing Crip Camp? Yep. Mm, that makes sense. Does it? Because it's available for free. <laughs> hey, so is Welcome to Chechnya. It's on Crave. Is it? Mm-hmm. Okay, so the one I'm going to pick mm-hmm. is Wolf Walkers. Oh, I saw part of that. The animated film? Yes. Okay. It's available on Apple Plus. Nice. That, that streaming service nobody has. I think I do because we had a trial and then didn't cancel it. Okay, wow. Um, so the next for your considerations will be Wolf Walkers, and then we'll do Crip Camp. Okay. Uh, we have watched most of the movies that I think will be nominated. Obviously, we'll know next time which movies are nominated. Uh, yeah, except for so Judas we... and the Black Messiah and Minari, which we know will be nominated. <laughs> and you've seen No Man Land, Land and I haven't. But yeah. those ones will definitely, those are the ones we'll definitely cover. Mm-hmm. Uh, and everything else it's like kind of already covered or is not going to get nominated. So it's kind of going to see. So we'll probably get through, I mean, the big ones like here. Like the movies we haven't seen that are prop. These are the movies that have a chance to get nominated for Best Picture. Yeah. Uh, we have seen The Travel Chicago 7, Promising Young Woman, Sound of Metal, One Night in Miami. Mank, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Like we've seen all of them already. Yeah. Then there's Nomadland, which you have seen, Minari, Judas and the Black Messiah, and The Father. Mm-hmm. And those ones are expensive right now. Yep. So 
I mean, we'll get to them. And we have all the docs to get through, too. Like, yep. And eventually, I'm going to make Karen, Carolyn watch uh, the visual effects movies so we can watch Mulan and Tenet in the same ones. Oh, good Lord. And then she'll just, you know, hate herself. <laughs>